Greetings, Game Cola faithful, and welcome to the Game Cola podcast. This is podcast number 161, and we are ready for some spooky fun. And I am your host and podcast commander, Joseph Martin, joined by... I am Bobby Parker, or Peter Drake. I'm not sure. I've got a nice man costume and a Spider-Man costume. Boo Ryder! It's right there! <laughs> Boo yeah, Ryder! That isn't my costume this year. I can't believe you would do this to me! Jetty, you better have a good joke about how your Halloween name becomes spooky. Go. Oh, uh, I don't. Um, I'm Alex the Spooky Jedrizak. <laughs> You're Spookator in Chief. <laughs> Was that surrounded by amateurs? <laughs> Joe, it's like November 7th. all the more time for you to prepare (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh it's a surprise I literally just woke up Uh, I'll be there in like five minutes I'm so sorry (laughs) (laughs) that legitimately scared me what what an appropriate (laughs) thing for the podcast our special guest i just woke up yeah um i do not know okay well now i don't know how to continue the podcast well i can tell you about (laughs) uh the halloween special event uh for ooblets since i oh i didn't get to talk about ooblets last time did i my game of the year are we starting off boo-boo-blitz? Is uh, that the, I, the joke we're going not, from? I don't know not, if that... Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if boo-blitz... not sure about it. that. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you got... you no, That's the thing. If you say it like that, obviously, but if you go boo-blitz, yes. it works. But if you yeah. say it like you say it, of course. You make anything sound... You know, inappropriate if you just say it and you, if you just do whatever you want with how words work. I did actually you make have intentional to... conscious decisions. Um, but yes, so, uh, Ooblets, one of the best games ever. Um, it's basically like, I- imagine Pokemon, right? Except that the monsters are actually cute and you have them do dance competitions. Wow, I can't believe you just called Delibird ugly. <laughs> I we know, did they... talk about Ooblets on a on a podcast, I'm pretty sure. Or maybe right, on a live stream? I think it must have been the live stream. Oh, it I was the it. secret podcast episode in the live stream. That's right. <laughs> in the Crystallis live cast extravaganza. Yes, uh, and the the secret game cola podcast. There, uh, my re- my memory is that Ooblets is Pokemon, but they dance. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's a uh, you know a monster collection game. There's also like a minor farming simulator kind of going on um, because when you do a dance off, you get monster seeds that you then plant and you grow them along with other plants that you use to. Um, you grow, like, fruits and vegetables to make food that you then use to, like, I guess, like, bait 
the monsters. Like they they have requirements. Like they want stuff in order to do a dance off. So like you have to have like cupcakes or something in order to dance with them. <laughs> yeah. Now, Anna, that you have joined the land of the living, you've returned from the dead. Yes. Hi. You you have a spooky version of your name. These guys failed me earlier. I yeah. didn't. I cussed you. Do, Phantom Vuhaski. It's fine. I'm gonna go get my costume and post a picture of it so you know that I'm <laughs> being for realsies. I'm not saying it was factually incorrect. I, I'm saying it was a better joke. Adequately Halloween themed. It's but it's acceptable. not a joke. It's not a joke. I put Iceman and Spider-Man together because I have both right beside me. I will not stand for this. Jetty, tell us more about your dancing Pokemon. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, It, it has everything. <laughs> Jetty's like, yeah, I'm, I'm perfectly happy to just continue going on. It has everything you want from a Pokemon game, which is uh, dancing. Like, so imagine if in Pokemon your Pokemon never fainted, right? Like, imagine if in Pokemon that you didn't have to, like, worry about taking potions into a dungeon or whatever. Like, all of those things are gone away. You just, like, get a certain number of beats per round to spend on dance moves that all, like, have different costs. And it's, like, you get random dance moves each turn to pick to, like, uh, you know, earn points or take points from the other team. Or, like, give little status effects that, like, cause things to cost more for the enemy or whatever. Um, it's very, it's kind of a little card game, like, the way that it's, uh, you know, stylized. Um, and, I don't know, it, it, it's very well balanced. It's a lot of fun. The creatures are cute. I love just, like, seeing them, uh, just dancing in the wild, that they're just, like, hanging out on top of a, you know, a park bench or something, doing a little dance. Um, it's fun and it's cute. So, like, okay, so that's the that's the moment to moment, right? So, like, yeah. instead of we look at it from a purely mechanical point of view, right? Yeah. Uh, not to discredit how much the dancing presentation adds to the enjoyment of the game, which is, yeah, I feel like that's pretty straightforward, right? There's not really much to discuss about dancing's pretty neat, yeah. Um, but like so from the the competition angle, right? Instead of having a set of moves that you pick and you go into and you use those, you're given four different options and they're not always the same options every round. And is it right. you said is it random? So each of your uh your ooblets have their own signature moves and so you can have like uh you know six ooblets dance against six other ooblets and um you'll be able to like pick like you of the signature moves that they have you're given a random set of like six for those six ooblets you'll get a set of six that you can pick that are randomly picked from their list and from the default list so like there's always going to be one that's like oh steal three points or one that's just like oh uh spend two beats to earn you know two points or whatever and then you can get special ones that are like oh uh 
add some hype, which like increases how many points you win per dance move, or uh, steal hype from the other team, or uh, give the other <laughs> team trepidation. <laughs> um, and like that's my so, least favorite kind of dation. Yeah, yeah, it's actually super annoying. Um, there's a few of them. Oh, fluster. That's the one that I hate, which is like the opposite of hype, which is um, everything that you do gives you one less point which oh. means that like a lot of moves are suddenly doing zero and then you get to everything you out. do is yeah. wrong and um there were some battles where like every round they just add more fluster to you and it's like well i guess i should have brought uh what was it what was it gloopy long legs or something <laughs> i'm trying to remember what the actual names of the ooblets even are but like there's different ones where it's like oh this one will turn your hype or will turn your fluster into points for you so then suddenly you're actually making points off of it this one will trade your fluster to the opposing team it's again it's very card game-esque of like swapping points and it's like a numbers game there's it not sounds, really i think but it, it's actually just a card game but the everything yeah. else sort of tricks you into thinking it's not yeah 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 basically um, it's more of a numbers game, like, um, you know, in Pokemon, it's just like, you know, random, like how much damage you're going to do on a move or like, is it going to miss or is it going to critical, um, you know, is poison going to take off? Like in Ooblets, everything works every time. It's just that like, how can you maximize, like based on the number of beats that I have, how can I best spend my points? And like, yeah, uh, do, do I want to, do I want to trade two points now? for having an extra hype, which will give me extra points on every move that I do from now on, right? Like, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff, so... Yeah, this does sound, like, more card game or, like... Because also, like, does it does it have experience? And, like, yes. leveling up at all? There's leveling up, but the leveling up is just that, like, at levels, like, 3, 6... Or was it? Yeah, it's like level three and six, you get a new move, and that's, like, the only thing that actually happens when you level up. Hmm. So, so like, it's, it's, and it, and yeah. they they don't like evolve or anything. They don't turn into different ooblets. No, not to my knowledge. Like I've gotten some to level nine, and when I saw that level nine didn't get you a new move, I just like stopped because it starts getting super expensive. Like that... it's, I guess, to encourage you to consistently swap out your ooblets and try different ones. Yeah. Um, because, like, there is a lot of, like, you know, strategy in picking which ooblets you're going to, like, bring on your team. Mm -hmm. um, because, again, but I like, feel like... Yeah. Yeah, go on. Well, um, you know, usually you're going to be like, well, I'm going to just go for the one that gives me a whole bunch of points. But then you end up fighting against something that's just constantly giving you fluster. And it's like, well, I'm obligated now to take one of the ones that has something that can handle fluster because, like, I literally can't win. I ran into a battle that, like, my only option was to escape because I couldn't make any points. And every move that the enemy did was like, oh, remove two points from my team, but give the enemy fluster. And it's like, well, then they're not making any points. Like, they are constantly at zero points, but I can't make any more points because I have like 15 fluster. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so it's a good game. I very much enjoy it. And... There was a spooky Halloween event. You had to go around and talk to all of the people in town who would give you candy. And then you would spend the candy 
on spooky Halloween uh, items for your ooblets and for yourself. There's also clothes. Did I mention I that you like can give your it, ooblets I, clothes? But I love it. Do they hate that like every animal does? <laughs> no, they uh, they look great. I gave uh, Gloopy like, long legs, big glasses, oh. and, and, and a top hat. Oh, but man. they don't have arms. I was going to give them a little umbrella, but they don't have arms. Wait, they don't have arms? That nope. sounds like it must inhibit their dancing ability somewhat. No, um, it is weird. There's only one that seems to have four legs. Every other creature has <laughs> two legs. Um, and there there are creatures... No, actually, there's a few that fly that, like, don't have legs, and so you can't put roller skates on them. Apparently this was, like, a game-breaking bug that it tried to attach roller skates to non-existent legs, and it would just, like, crash the game. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there are also ones that don't have arms, and so they can't hold things. Um, and which is was... this... Sorry. Which is... Oh, no, it's just very disappointing. <laughs> is is this, this is a single-player game? Or are there multiplayer like no, options, or is it like MMO ish? No, um, it's it's a single player game. Um, they talked a bit on their Twitter about like, yeah, everybody wants multiplayer ooblets, but like, if we do, it's going to be in you know, two blitz, right? Oh Ooh. yeah, okay, two I remember. blitz, right? I forgot yeah, about blitz. that. Yeah, I think we From we the, made uh, that joke. Yeah, stream. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I I, I also think that like. If if I were in their position, it'd be I, my my internal thought would be like we did not balance this game even a little. Oh bit. yeah, remotely, yeah. Like right, like it is like true. It's, is it's specifically balanced around the pre-crafted encounters in the video game, and if and if you tried to make that into a community thing where people are trying to find the best team it would be absolutely entirely i'm sure it would be something like yeah everybody runs like hyper fluster or something right yeah it's yeah, just yeah, a yeah miserable yeah. experience so if they were gonna make it any sort of multiplayer they where you could fight or you could yeah. dance battle then they'd want to like rebalance it from the ground up probably also like on online infrastructure is expensive so they they yeah. might also kind of want to be like let's see how this pans out right like there's plenty of great games that are like great. People play them for a while and then they're done. And it's like, yeah, internet costs money. Like yeah. a video game that just exists, you can maintain it a bit, but like at a certain point, it just stops costing money. An internet game costs money unless you yeah. do like, like client to client level, which can be right. I think, it, and even then, like just it's a whole other can of worms. Yeah. Like um, I, even as a pro as someone who does programming for their job, I feel like I could given enough time cobble together a reasonable facsimile of a game, not a good one, <laughs> but of any like non-multiplayer game, but as soon as the internet gets involved, I'm like yeah. I'd be so out of my depth. That I don't even know what I would do. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, uh when you're playing the single player game, I mean obviously it is um is I've noticed that I don't know if it's done on purpose or if it's just that the the opposing team picks 100% randomly, right? They're like, the opposing team does not mm. use strategy. It's like, there might be some kind of logic that's like, okay, use the most expensive thing, then the next expensive thing, like, or something like that. But I've noticed that they basically never give themselves hype as the first move of a round. 
Whereas like, if you're playing as a human, it's like, yeah, I'm going to take the hype first. Then everything that I do this round is going to get more points, right? Instead of let me get some points, get some other points and then add hype, which is not going to affect me on this round. Like, no, you, you, you do that first. And so, uh, it would definitely be a much different game to like play against actual people who have actual strategy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, how, how far through the game, like, is there a story progression that you're going through? Yeah. So, um, there's different, uh, like areas on the map that you can go to that you're like, you, you have a farm in this, uh, you know, one town, but then there's like other towns that you can go to, to get different, like ooblets that are only available over there in like different regions or whatever. And there's this whole thing about your town has been disconnected from the oobnet. And so your job... Is that their excuse for why there's no online play? <laughs> well, <laughs> it, it's it's very... Um, I think I mentioned this on the stream as well, that it's very kind of a Donut County in their... Um, what the plot is actually about. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, but the 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 basic concept is you're going from town to town, having them connect their Ubnet towers so that hopefully <laughs> you can get enough bars to actually go online. <laughs> and um, oh, and that is that is the setup for two blitz. two blitz. Yeah, where you you are connected to the internet now, and you can <laughs> go to. The battle drum, I assume, because those are yeah, being well, added to video games now. Ooblets yeah. or uh, yeah, Ooblets Battle Network. Ooblets is probably about uh, figuring out that the internet is actually terrible. <laughs> we should never have brought it back. Oh, uh, oh no, we oh, made it is. <laughs> it is funny though, is that once you get access to the Ubnet, like before, yeah, you had randomized items that you could get at the stores there locally in town. Um, but then once you get on the Oobnet, you just have access to all items all the time. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember. You, they, you could go to Oobl, right? I think you could go to, you know, Oobazon or something. Um, See, I don't know if this is speaks well of me or poorly of me that I would have called it the Oobternet, not the Oobnet. Yeah, well, but keep in mind, you know, Oobnet, Oobnet, right? I guess. Yeah. But Oopternet just is, I just enjoy it. <laughs> Oopternet. Yeah. But yes, I think if you were thinking about what people would, but let's, okay, so here's the thing. Slight tangent. In yeah. the world of Ooblets, is there an internet? Other than the Oopnet? Yeah. Because otherwise, right. what is it? Why is it called the, why did they call it? Is oh, it yeah. a network of oobs? Like, yeah. It's not the oob, ooblet internet, yeah. right? Because there's not a regular internet, unless this is. is Jetty, is this uh, one of those? Uh, uh, what do you? What did you? Uh, the uh, far future, <laughs> post-apocalyptic, ooblet yeah. fantasy world. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, like fantasy, but I, right. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know think that applies to ooblets. If they yeah, have an oobternet, it doesn't. <laughs> Hold on. What, what what would the hyper specific genre be for like this and Donut County? That's like capitalism uh, you know, bad. Yeah, indie a- game. anti anti capitalist indie uh, puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> so indie like, game. <laughs> yeah. Yes, just call it indie game. 
<laughs> How anti-capitalist is Pizzerian? Um, is it anti-capitalist? I mean, you do fight against big pizza, Probably, but it's also yeah. encouraging you to um, what was it? It's very small business narrative. I feel like if anything, that's true. But you uh, you make pizzas, and the upgrades are like uh, add addictive ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I'd, I'd say at least a little bit. <laughs> it's capitalist it, critical, at least. Yeah, well, it, it, it's satire, right? It's not taking yeah. it seriously. It's not actually encouraging you <laughs> to, to use start your own pizza to get people making a Miguel O'Hara. I have to make some calls to cancel some things, then. So, yes, Ooblets, excellent game. I love the uh, Halloween costumes. Um, you can make them a little pumpkin. And the thing is, is that because of the different shapes, some of them have a pumpkin head and some of them have a pumpkin body. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I do like that sometimes it does get confusing where something's like, oh yeah, this is an item that goes on the neck, right? Or like, this is an item that is like meant to go on your face or something it's like well does does like a little a pipe or something right like does it count as something on your neck or does it count as something on your head does it count as a does it count as a hat or glasses if it goes in your mouth (laughs) yes excellent game uh would would suggest so all right well that's one spooky theme for our november 7th down uh Anna, did you have anything spooky that you wanted to share with the podcast class today? Um, I've been playing Skyrim and the, ah! the dragons just kind of come out of nowhere sometimes. <laughs> That's pretty scary. Oh my gosh. I forgot how scary the, the fact that Skyrim exists as a video game is. Yeah. So I know we did a podcast eight years ago slamming mm-hmm. uh, RPGs. And I know, I know Elder Scrolls was one of them. And I. Oh, you mean Podcast 77, one of the most listened to podcasts of the Game Call podcast, at least on YouTube? Is it? <laughs> Good. Yeah. It's the one, the one that I recorded sitting on a wall, uh, outside of my college apartment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because my roommate was that. doing stuff. And so I sat outside and recorded a pod, the most popular podcast. <laughs> if only you had known. I was on my bed in my dorm room. It's a good, it's a good name. You guys, yeah. your favorite RPG is terrible. That's a good hook. Yeah, it is. Um, but after Maybe we can call this one, your favorite RPG is very scary. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. After uh, eleven years, I finally played Skyrim. After owning it for like, I don't know, two. Which, which what did you play it on? Was it? Uh, I played it on PC. calculator. Yeah, calculator actually. Yeah, yeah. The original experience, the way it was intended to be played, the way Todd really wanted it to be. I, I assume um, so. <laughs> no, but um, I got a, a note yesterday while playing that had a black hand on it that just says we know and i went okay cool (laughs) that was pretty spooky um hated it was on a call with some friends and i sent them a picture i was like i don't like this um 
I've also... We know. It's like, well, could you tell me? Because I don't. (laughs) I'm not sure. I don't like it when games do that. Um, I especially don't like it when games look into your computer information and find your name. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, hi, Anna. And I'm like, nope. I didn't give you my name. This is this is why I don't actually put my name in the computer. Like I I I don't make whatever names are available like my actual name. So then the game's like, "Hello, Joe reviewer." And it's like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, yeah." This is not very scary. Like, yeah. <laughs> if like anything, that. it's just, it's it's like when you uh when you like use a specific email for like to sign up for something and then you get spammed to that email yeah. with like the thing. It's like, well, okay, I know where you got this information from. It's kind of like that. My favorite thing is because I, I know that they're spamming me is because they use my full name. Mm-hmm. It's like, no one would ever, <laughs> no one would what ever is your... like, hello, Anna and I'm like, okay. Oh, well, I was going to say like, what is Anna short for? Anna. <laughs> <laughs> it's short for Anna, but there's an H at the end. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna Everyone say, thinks um... they say Hannah, but they got the H in the wrong place. <laughs> um, it's um... A, no, it's just Hannah, but the H is silent. <laughs> Along with the other H that was also silent. Yes. Yeah. Usually, yeah. but that one's usually silent. What else is spooky? It's not. It's not Hannah. Because <sighs> I was gonna say, um, I, I played an indie game. And it took me a while to figure it out, like, or to realize, I was like, wow, I can't believe that um, whoever made this game also likes Gundam. And I'm, like, going through, and I'm, like, they're showing me a bunch of pictures, like, on mm-hmm. TV screens. And I'm like, oh, weird. And they also like, uh, like, I'm trying to remember what the other stuff was. Actually, I can just go look. What is, because it took me a while to realize they were just looking in my windows pictures folder it took me until they got to this picture of um hold on where is there it is donahue and he's like lifting weights and i was like nobody else has this screenshot from a vhs tape that i (laughs) took (laughs) that would Um, be creepy if someone did (laughs) but i i just enjoyed that um like it took me a couple of minutes to realize that, like, oh, that's why they have screen caps from Gundam is because they're just looking at my pictures folder and whatever was in there, like, showed up on the TV screens in the background. What if someone just emailed you that picture? That would be spooky. Well, not yeah. now because we all have it. Yeah, now everyone has it. Yeah, now yeah. everyone knows. Um, but, but the reason I bring that I up is because I was playing one shot. Um, a friend of mine got me one shot for Christmas last year and uh-huh. um, it did that to me. I immediately sent him a picture. I was like, excuse me. <laughs> you weren't telling me that this was a spooky game. Um, <laughs> when in fact, his girlfriend got me Omori, which is <laughs> much spookier. <laughs> what else? Is, what else is spooky? Um, yeah, let's okay here. This is a, this is a, this is a topic we can have to celebrate the spookiest day november 7th yeah um what is the scariest thing or some of the scariest things in video games that aren't necessarily like horror elements right what's something that like genuinely makes you feel like there's one right which is did did i save 
<laughs> That's pretty scary. Yeah. Or uh, alternatively, oh wait, this game auto saves, and I was planning mm-hmm. on <laughs> not saving and undoing something. <laughs> oh. That was my contribution to the conversation. Topic. Yeah, I'm 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 thinking about like uh, yeah, modern that. games tend not to do this, but um, older games would like suddenly have a character in your party just leave and everything that they were yeah. equipped with would like go with them. Oh, like, no. did I just equip them with the you know powerful thing that I just got out of the chest? No. Uh, the, yeah. And it's like the one version of like, it's not like something that you spent a lot of money on. It's like, Oh, I got a great. It's like, no, this is the only, the only one way yeah. that this item exists. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a pretty like, that's a, like a very like heart sinks into stomach. Yeah moment in a video game but but it is comical that like they tend not to do that in current games so it's like what did the did the heel turn character just go like here you go guys let me unequip all this here you go you can have this back (laughs) (laughs) they're gonna give me cool evil armor so you know you can keep (laughs) you can have this mine is uh oh no uh mine still okay I had a real life one where my screen just went black and I was like, oh no, my computer died, but it didn't. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, mine is, okay, I'll just do at the end of the game, okay, I'll just do this one last bit of story and then I'll go do all the side quests I was saving. And then it's like, some big thing changes and uh oh, you're not allowed to go back and do anything anymore. You're in the end game and nothing can change that now. That one's the worst. Yeah. Um, when my cat turns off my computer <laughs> while I'm playing a video game. Mm. They should really stop putting that feature in video They games. should. Yeah. They it's need to stop. She's too powerful. Every game just comes with a cat button. <laughs> <laughs> just allow them to, uh, no, that was that was stray and meow button, which was very delightful. Emotions are scary. I cried while trying to stray. Um, yeah, there's games that deal with death, and yet you still play them. Yeah, all the time, constantly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Uh, I really like games that aren't horror games, but they might be. Like, uh, I went into, I went into Gone Home completely blind, and then there was this one part where I was just, like, exploring and, like, looking in a closet, I think, and then some terrible, like, creaking, unnatural sound came from, like, the attic, and I was like, oh no, a xenomorph is gonna jump out and get me. But it's not that kind of game. I just didn't know it. Games where death will just kind of show up. And, like, not in a scary way, but in a way that's just like, hey, this is vaguely threatening. Like Hades. Yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> not Hades, actually. You, I was yeah. thinking of, of, uh, I was thinking of something you else. You mean, like, but a I can't personification of yeah. death? Okay. I thought you were talking about games where, because my thought when you said that was like, Games and this is this isn't just games, but like media sometimes too, where it's like it it feels like it crafts a world where it's like death isn't really on the table. Yeah, and then it turns out that in fact death is on the table. 
And it's you're like, like, wait a minute. Oh. Oh, wait a minute. I did not I did not budget time to be sad like this. Like you gotta be upfront with me <laughs> about this sort of thing. I don't have time. There's so many shows and games that I do not engage with because it's like tch, I don't have time to be sad about this, and I know I'm gonna be sad about it. It's gonna be sad in a good way, but like I just don't have the time. I'm not <laughs> dealing with it. Emotions terrifying. Blue. Don't want to deal with it. Blue, you had you had some spooky things to talk about. Yeah. So this past like couple weeks, there was a showcase for Silent Hill, and there was also a showcase for Resident Evil, and they were very different. So Silent Hill, what it feels like is basically the last few years, Resident Evil has revitalized the franchise to new heights, uh, where Resident Evil 7 is arguably the best horror game out of the bunch, because it's just so much more focus on that horror aspect in ways that the franchise isn't really touched before. And so uh, Konami was like, oh, I feel left out and I want to be a part of the conversation too. And they were like, hey, I know we're letting the franchise die, but you know, we want, we exist, we're here, don't forget about us. And just sort of scrambled together a showcase that, uh, wasn't, wasn't great, to be honest. It was lacking a lot. I mean, they announced like four or five different projects, but it, it really, it, yeah. it What's Konami's deal even anymore? I have, like, I, thought they I wish I knew. I thought they decided not to make video games. Yeah, anymore. they. It, it, that's what I thought too. And then they, I assume they just saw Resident Evil having a good time and felt left out of the money cake party. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the money cake party that all. But if they everyone wants if they a don't party. make the if they don't make the video game, they don't get money. Like, well, they're they're saying they're gonna make the games. I don't know how true that is necessarily. But didn't they get rid of all of their people who make video game? Like, I thought that was like a whole thing where they systematically got rid of like all of the people at the company who were famous for making video games for Konami. That was my impression too. I didn't. And they all made like kickstarters and stuff. <laughs> I, I was too disappointed when it happened, so I don't know the exact details, because it made me sad, so I stopped reading about it. But that, that was my impression as well. And so, I just, I don't, I don't know, they they got jealous, and here we are. And so they were like, here's the Silent Hill 2 remake you've always wanted, except it's made by Bluebird team. Whoops. And, like, Bluebird team isn't all bad. Like, there's, there's stuff about their games that I like. I remember when Layers of Fear came out, and there were a few, uh, segments of that game that were, like, really good. Like, I was like, oh, I like this concept. But, 
The unfortunate part is they don't have such a great track record with depicting mental illness and stuff like that, which is uh, kind of a big yeah. deal in Silent Hill games. Mm-hmm. So It's also just tricky. In, like, I'm not a horror genre expert. I do not engage with it very much. Not because of anything related to this, honestly. It's just because I do not generally enjoy being anxious. Uh, but it does seem yeah, like it's, that subject in general... It's hard at the best of times. So getting yeah. a team that is actively, like... yeah, Here's the thesis of our game. It's that... Uh, people with neurodivergencies are monsters and deserve to die. Uh, cool. <laughs> but at least their, their games are all, their graphics are always really pretty, so I guess <laughs> the gamers who like graphics will enjoy them and they'll get like 10 out of 10 anyways. Remember when liking graphics was like the only thing? Mm-hmm. Was? Right? Like there was, this, there was a It pure, still no, is. No. No, no, it's not. Blue, I res- I, I Not to me. I I, I don't no, care about them I'm at saying all. Th- but there was a period of video game discourse. Jenny knows what I'm talking about because he was laughing. <laughs> there was a period of video game discourse where it was just all about graphical fidelity. Yeah. And like there were like and I'm not saying everybody wanted that, but like the culture was look how cool these graphics are. And the counterculture was games are more than just graphics, right? And that yeah. was, like, the primary axis of video game discussion was, like, how good video games looked and whether or not that mattered. And now we we do not talk about that. Now I think the primary axis is what is the proper way to monetize a game. That yeah, feels like a good point. But there is still, like, a lot of the... Yeah, no, it, it didn't go away, but it's not, I mean, like, I feel like indie games in general, right? Like, that, their whole thing was sort of, I think that was kind of one of the things that broke the discussion, is once the, there were enough tools so that indie teams could make stuff and, you know, really get into the meat of, like, the game side of it while not having the resources to compete with, you know, giant industry art design and graphical fidelity and stuff I, you can say like hey these games are still fun <laughs> even if still, you're not trying to make it it's still like top three things that it seems to be whenever someone a new game trailer comes out and you, people are talking about it it's like one of the main three things not art style just like how many pixel guns can I shove in his lips at 20 times magnification? But is that, do you, uh, and I'm I'm legitimately asking, because my impression has sort of been that that is like something that companies brag about still, because it's like an objective measure. But I feel like people who play the video games do not bring it up as much. Right? Like, it's part of the presentations, and people will still, like, point it out, but I think we have kind of gotten over the point of, like, yeah, this is, like, this is clearly just, you know, companies doing, like, fancy tech demos, and sometimes it's cool, but, like, people will not say, look how good this game is because of how it looks as much, I feel like. The thing is, when companies do it, I don't register it. It's, It doesn't... I 
I delete it instantly because I don't care. <laughs> so the, it's yeah, I'm saying that peop- the players are where I'm seeing this from. Maybe I'm just um maybe I my Jenny Anna, what do you think? Because Blue and I, I think, are at an impasse on this point. I like video games. <laughs> I'm willing to admit that, like, I I don't know everything. I don't mean I. Yeah, me either. Yeah, because now don't phrase it like, oh yeah, because Joseph is not willing to admit that he doesn't know anything. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Is that what you're implying? <laughs> I uh, I do think that there's been less of a focus on it that like um, as much as there are still games that are like, wow, it looks hyper realistic that um, even major developers have been kind of like shying away from it. It's like we can just stylize it. It doesn't have to be super realistic. Right. Um, I do think I think that the talk, uh, you know, the discussion on graphics has more to do with like, does it look good? <laughs> as opposed to uh does it look you know quote the best i i will say this leads into my my has everyone talked about a topic did anna have something to say oh i didn't i didn't finish on the silent hill or the resident evil one fantastic great presentation blue expectations out of the water all across the board i believe I, i mean i'm not the biggest resident evil fan yet i'm still like working my way into getting into the franchise, but, like, from what I understand, 4 is a very revered video game all all across, like, gaming culture in general is considered one of the greats. I don't know, not, like, top 10 maybe, but it is, it's pretty well-revered in general. And they... So expectations were high, and that's a hard game to get right, and it seems like they're doing better than anyone could have possibly imagined with that. Uh, that's what I got to talk about. Your turn, you can talk now. I grant you permission. Anna, did you, uh, did you want to talk? Because uh, I was going to basically skip into games I have been playing in recent times, but um, if we have something We've else... We've kind to... of been there the whole time. Yeah, I was. that's I where like. I was going to go to. I don't really have very much other spooky stuff other than being like, yep, I just am anxious at all times, no matter what Sorry, the video Jenny, game. I, I forgot for a minute that I don't have to be so sassy because Anna did make it to the podcast. <laughs> so I don't have to make up for another person's energy. So um one of the games that I've been playing in recent times, like obviously I've been playing Ooblets. Um I I think I talked about playing Breath of the Wild, but the the big game that's blown me away in the past couple of days has been Super Hydlide for the Sega Genesis. Uh, the sequel to hide regular hide line. It is. Um but the the funny part is and like I'm trying to figure out like the history of this. I only started looking at this like this morning what the actual history is. Is that um the graphics for Super Hydlide are just absolute garbage. They are completely incomprehensible. <laughs> Jenny, we just talked about moving past this. Yeah, well that's why I it's kind of just kind of... that's no, no, why no, yeah. I brought it up is like I'm there's like an indie artist or, you know, an indie game developer who, um, has, 
who has a game that has like an extremely unique style and I love the art style. And the moment that I opened up Super Highlight, I was like, oh, this is what they're trying to go for. It would be like me making like a Crystalis inspired game, right? That like there's certain, you know, kind of cues that you can take from the graphical style while like improving on it. And um, yeah, Super Highlight, it just, everything is unreadable. <laughs> um, and like, the game itself also is almost unplayable. Like, I don't have the manual. And so there's all of these abbreviations that are just like, uh, I, I start the game with 2,000 gold. So I'm like, sure, I'll go buy the 1,000 gold dagger. And then, like, I exit the shop and I'm walking at like one quarter normal speed. And it's like, oh, apparently there is some sort of weight mechanism in the game and that i should not have bought the dagger it's too heavy i can't i can't walk while carrying a and this dagger. was the first thing you bought this was the first thing that i did so i just How like many immediately items did you have none i just walked in bought a dagger and left and i was like crawling and i was like oh uh... i guess i am obligated then to buy the knife and then i'm like walking around it's like oh i'm hungry apparently i'm also obligated to like buy food and carry it around or otherwise i'm hungry and like being injured while walking why they don't yeah the, the game got on a so what, what, what is the genre of this game it's an rpg and it's like an action rpg too it's like you walk around and you're like fighting things in real time kind of that's I mean, so fascinating i'm fascinated by this jank game it oh man like it it's almost like playing like a modern roguelike like that some like some indie developer made a roguelike for like uh you know the pico 8 right and, and like they made it like hard like they made it it's it feels like yeah, it's obtuse, bad on purpose like 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 yeah, we put hunger in the game because yeah. it's like, oh, it's a commentary on like how you know these 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 kinds of roguelike games try to go into like this hyper realism life yeah. and death, like where death really oh, matters, yeah. and so like you have to eat and you have to drink and you have to sleep. And you, you do have, have to, to watch sleep. Your cholesterol. There, and <laughs> do you have to go to the bathroom? Um, you don't have to go to the bathroom, but you do have to go to sleep. You do have to eat, and um, I did find out like again, I don't have the manual. And I found out, like, I, like, there's stuff about, like, you can get weapons, but they're too heavy for you to actually wield and stuff like that. And so I was like, well, I sold it already, but would it have been good if I could have, like, just leveled up more? And, like, I'm looking up about the game, and the first thing that everything says is, like, oh, yeah, don't fight these monsters because those are good monsters. And I was like, that's the only thing I've been killing because they aren't, like, Ooh. immediately killing me. Oh. So apparently I've been killing... Is this, is this one of those games where you just, like, walk into the enemy? No. Surprisingly, it is That's one step... That's the first highlight, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, uh, the first ease and, like, so on. Yeah, a lot of early games were like that. This one, at least, has you mashing uh, the button to uh, attack. But, um, I don't know, something about it being just, like, super obtuse and, like, completely incomprehensible. <laughs> uh, I've been enjoying... Um, yeah, that I I'm fascinated by this game. Like I I had to figure out how to open a treasure chest. It's I spent like a full minute 
just being like, I mean, it's here. This is what it like. This is supposed to be a treasure chest, first of all, right? That's what I'm looking at. This is the thing that I'm seeing. This, <laughs> I'm assuming that this is something. It is colored differently than the surroundings, um, and so it stands out. Uh, and it's like, oh, this crouch button that I've completely ignored apparently is used to pick stuff up. Okay. What? So you gotta you gotta lift with your knees. Yeah. So like. In order to get stuff out of the treasure chest and presumably other things that I've missed along the way, uh, you have to crouch. You don't, like, talk. You don't attack. You don't select something from the menu. It's a good game. I can <laughs> it see why it's like a classic. I can, see, I can see why people still talk about it to this day. You think of it because it's like, this is back in a time of games where, like, games were made It kind of, like more than this worked but like when it came to like the game existing and being designed and worked on it's made by like right yeah, there's like yeah. one to three people who are like running the show and then there's a couple other people who are like just sort of do what they're asked from those one to three people at this point in games and so like there's just this this very strongly feels like one guy one guy was like yeah. i've decided this is going to be the best video game it's going to be so realistic you're going to have to worry about <laughs> paying your taxes on time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there was a whole thing where, like... Are you so about to I say to that the there shop. are actually taxes in this video game, mm-hmm. Jenny? Because that's the tone of voice <laughs> that you took. I went to the shop, oh, no, and the shop, going. like, it lists... <laughs> it lists the items, right? And it's, like, knife, 50, dagger, 1,000. No. And I go to... Is there sales tax? And, and I have to pay, like... 1220 for the dagger and i'm like it says it's a thousand (laughs) (laughs) now the worst game there's actually sales tax tax. it's like so it's it's like in new world the amazon mmo where you have to actually pay taxes so i I think from what i've i think from what i've read it's that um, the character that I like randomly generated was a thief, and so I think there's like a charisma modifier to when you're like buying things, so that like because I'm a thief, they don't trust me. I have low charisma, oh, and so they charge okay. me that's, more. That's rude. <laughs> and yeah, no, but wait like, just a second. Like they don't trust. Like what do they not trust when you purchase the item? <laughs> Right, like, yeah, they. You think? I guess they don't like you. <laughs> They're gonna charge you more just because they don't like you. Yeah, I mean, just like I mean, and Anna took that person. I can imagine that the. I, I can imagine medieval times this. being that way, right? <laughs> I mean, it's like buying well, a to car. To be fair, if you're like known as a thief, I don't know if buying a car is like buying a dagger. At I all. feel like if you're if you're known <laughs> as a thief. And not just known, like, not just known, but, like, the person, you walk into a random store, and the shopkeeper knows you're a thief, having never met you before. <laughs> you're not a very good thief. <laughs> you just have I did, a tattooed across your face. I did like, however, um, so there's the sort of like meme right of like isekai anime where like oh you go to this other world and it's like an rpg and you have to like go to the guild hall in order to like level up 
And it's like, I don't understand why all these like anime have this weird feature of like, you only get to level up when you like go back to town and like do something specific to like get your new skills and whatever. But that's what happens in Super Highlight is you have to go to the temple and then expend the exp that you got in, in in trade for a level or you could alternatively go to the magic guy's house and trade him exp for magic spells which also by the way do not make any sense i got a spell i spent 50 exp on it it was called illusion and when i cast it everyone spins around <laughs> or do they <laughs> The illusion is that it makes me feel like everyone's spinning around. It's that's like, like the equivalent of like someone being like going to a fortune teller and then like you give them like a hundred dollars and they said you will soon be parted with your money. <laughs> <laughs> um oh man. and like the thing is I could imagine there there like I was telling you about how like there's good enemies and there's bad enemies. And, like, the bad enemies actually, like, actively shoot at you. And it's like, I have a dagger. I can't, like, I can't be sitting here taking half of my health and damage to, like, run up to you. So I wonder if I'm supposed to be casting Illusion to, like, spin them around. And while they're doing that, I can go attack them. Maybe. Maybe. Um, But the thing is, is that, like, you can only cast it, like, twice. So that means that, like, at most, I can kill four of them. And I can make, like, a hundred gold. And staying at the inn is a thousand gold. No. Yeah, so... Jetty, this doesn't seem like a very good video game. It's great, I love it. (laughs) I don't even... I've never played it. I hate this video game. Why does... Every time Jetty brings up a video game, he says he either hates it and he keeps playing it, or it sounds like the worst game ever. (laughs) (laughs) This is... I mean, you're not wrong. And then he <laughs> played The World Ends With You. No. You, you oh, do no. know, Jetty, that there are good video games, right? Like The World they Ends exist. With You. They exist. They're out there for no, you. it's bad. Oh. It is not. I hated The World Ends With You so much. I tried it. Mm. We, maybe we can make this a debate cast. <laughs> Everyone save it. Because you, play, you played The World Ends With You. Not all of it, but you played through I, it, right? Like, I played, I played like it. half an hour worth, and I was like, "No, that, I can't stand this guy." That's not playing. I got to like but, the. Oh I don't know, there was some boss where I had to like climb up into the rafters and do something, but it wasn't like communicated what I was supposed to be doing. So I like spent like ten minutes. So like doing it on replay. paying taxes on your dagger because you're <laughs> ugly or untrustworthy. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like, y- y- you can slowly get to understand like it's 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 not communicated to you it's like dark souls right where like no world building is all done through no like items and stuff no there's no i bought one dagger and i have to crawl now (laughs) yes way better than there's a boss fight with a mechanic and it doesn't explain it explicitly to me after you level up, you can then use the dagger Jenny, because your your, your weight does, limit has gone. Does up. no one else understand? And then how after a couple more levels, you can. I'm going to armor. complain about this slightly obtuse segment in one video game. Well, I okay. played 30 minutes of compared to I've played hours of this 
video game that makes absolutely no sense at all. Yeah. Oh, okay, but the, the thing that I hated about uh, The World Ends With You was just the main character. I just objectively couldn't stand that he, guy. He, uh, oh, you're supposed to hate him. Like, no, I'm yes. not interested. <laughs> You, he, this is for the debate cast. I'll put you on the debate cast. We have Bottle it. Bottle your I, anger and express save it, it for personal gain in an appropriate context. Which is the game called yes. Debate Cast. <sighs> Jenny, you're allowed to play good games. Am I? Yeah. I did play Ooblets. I did play Ooblets. You did play Ooblets. That's true. Yeah. Anna, have you played any good video games that we could maybe yeah. use to help our friend Alex Jedrzak? <laughs> Stardew Valley. <laughs> I always love Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley have Halloween. Mm. Yes. Um, they have what, a maze wait, where that? you go through and you find a golden pumpkin that you can sell. Scary. Didn't they I don't make know if it has any Halloween, other purpose. Halloween game, the spooky chocolate or something? Jetty, I think we also talked about this on the secret live episode of the game cool podcast that that we... game has not actually come out yet right <laughs> yeah, announced yeah. It. Um, i've definitely explained to someone that the haunted chocolatier has not even is nowhere near coming out they announced it in one trailer and they haven't as far as i know maybe they maybe the guy's been updating like on the blog post or something but there have but... No, been no like major press releases as far as i know about it like it was just like we're making a video game this is kind of what it looks like. And that's it. Should... And Jetty thinks it's already come out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's nowhere near. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it did. Um, Star 2 Valley, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did anybody make that joke before? Yes. 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 That, was, I, I, that might that be was... the name of a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> what? I'm pretty sure we have a podcast episode where we talk about. Wait, do we? Cause yeah, they, no, because so. like a couple months before they announced the Haunted Chocolatier, we we talked about how like indie game developers will sometimes just like make one video game and then just keep making that video game after it becomes popular and never like yeah. follow it up with a sequel. And then a, we, yeah. we singled out Stardew Valley as kind of like that. And then like two months later, the guy announced that he's actually been working on another game. And we're like, well, I mean, fair point to him then. <laughs> He heard our podcast Sorry. and he went, oh. Hmm. I do like that um, I use DuckDuckGo, right? Mm -hmm. And like, if I search for something that just has no results, it'll just start showing me local results for no reason. So it's like uh, Stardew Valley, Stardew Valley Wiki, Stardew Valley on Steam, Star 2 Valley Episode 1 on YouTube, Star 2 Valley 2 Playing with Lily Mizu full stream. Uh, download Stardew Valley game free download links. Scranton, Pennsylvania, Wikipedia. <laughs> Scranton <laughs> obituaries. <laughs> Scranton obituaries. <laughs> like, I, I can't believe Star 2 Valley died in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> Great no one ever cardiology. expected it. Oh no. <sighs> Blue, what <laughs> games have you been playing in recent times? I know there's one that you haven't talked about yet. You have to give your 
uh, your standard amount of... You didn't even give me a chance. You did. You wow. said you were playing Stardew Valley. I didn't And you said it in a joking way as if that was the only thing that you played. No. And you didn't elaborate. I've been playing Stardew and Skyrim. <laughs> and I, um... The, you already talked about that, too! <laughs> I also rebought Arcade Paradise, the game that made me sick, Ooh. but I was really enjoying. <laughs> so I bought it again. Did you play it? Yeah. Okay. I was going to be very mad if that was the only thing you had to add, that you had bought a video game and you hadn't played it. <laughs> I'm going to talk about Skyrim so much next month. You just wait. <laughs> Is there anything you want to say about your wibbly-wobbly arcade land? Um, they fixed the thing that was really bothering me, which is that trash is just kind of on the ground. You can't pick it up. Mm-hmm. Now you can. Oh, now you can physically interact with the trash. Well, no, like there were there were some points where it just doesn't let you pick it up. And it's like, please, please, this is very much bothering me. Oh, you're supposed me. to be able to pick it up, but there yes. were some places you couldn't? Yes. Like it would just, it was just a glitch. It just wouldn't let you pick it up. And someone posted that in an FAQ and they were like, we know it's annoying. Did they is that fix what was that making thing? you nauseous? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Did they fix what was hurting you? It was hurting me the most that I couldn't pick up this one piece of trash and not the fact that um, my stomach hurt really bad. No, okay. When I was trying to play. Well, as long as that's the biggest complaint you had about the game, that it's all fixed now. But, yeah, I, I, it's mostly just been Skyrim. Yeah, um, we're making fun of Jetty for playing this obtuse <laughs> game here. At yeah. While Anna's like, this game causes me real physical extant pain. I love yeah, it. Yeah, but then... I'm she, having a great time. She, the, the thing is that she isn't have... also going like, and this one time, this other game, I was playing it and I got a paper cut and so I put it down forever after 10 minutes. <laughs> I think we have an unhealthy relationship with video games. This is what I'm discovering. What else? Oh, um Cam, my boyfriend wanted to try uh Skyrim Together, which is a mod that lets you play Skyrim <laughs> together. And um wow. it It's was... a mod that lets you that lets you uh that lets you turn your axe blue, Skyrim together. <laughs> um but I I had fun. It's nice being able to play a game that I enjoy with someone that I like, namely uh, my partner. But um, I was getting really angry every time it would glitch because I'm like, this isn't how it's supposed to go. It needs to be better. This isn't working. Um, so it requires one person to be the party lead and talk to the NPCs pick up quest items and that makes me so mad <laughs> because then it just nothing would work. Everything was just a pain. So as opposed to regular Skyrim, which works perfectly all the time. And as exactly. opposed to the arcade no, game, which was physical pain. It's worse. It's worse than regular Skyrim. Um which also um I walked into a house when I first started playing it um, and I was like surely it can't be as bad as everyone says it can't be this like weird glitchy I walk in someone sits down at a table and a plate goes flying what (laughs) perfect I went 
Does that what? not happen in regular Skyrim? I feel like it does. No, this <laughs> happened in real Skyrim. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. when I first started playing it. <laughs> like, I this see, first, first town. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sometimes things just fly everywhere. It's great. I love it. Um, I'm having a good time playing Skyrim. <laughs> but I'm not just, with my um, partner. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what it was. It was something about a bug during the um, initial opening sequence where you're on the cart or whatever. Yeah. That like uh, they had real trouble because the cart would just like it goes along a set path. Right. Yeah. It has like physics. And so it would just like launch into the sky or something at some point. And like they couldn't figure out what it was. But it was that like it ran into what was supposed to be like an immovable object or something. (laughs) I don't remember exactly, but I hate that. It was funny to read about. Is that is that good uh, content for me to tell you about something that I don't really remember? Yeah, <laughs> that's me. Most. What else are we gonna have if not vaguely remembered <laughs> things? That that yeah. is the only thing I talk about. Yeah, that and uh, graphical content described <laughs> and shared with with the participants and like described, uh, you know. Like for the listening audience earlier you can uh, feel right. free to use my picture of donahue in the podcast post joe feel free please please do actually <laughs> blue yeah. can hey, blue, blue talk about blue blue you're allowed to talk about video games now there i got it in yay i need permission um some people would say permitted but go on <laughs> well i don't i'm not some people i'm me so I, I, last night I started playing Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed. Uh, it's pretty neat, asymmetrical, not quite horror game, but sort of. And that's been fun. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Marvel Snap. So for the first time ever, I've had a game that I can do a podcast, and play at the same time without my focus being divided at either. So that's really good. And last week I started Xenoblade Chronicles, which I know is a big... um, It's a big deal for a lot of staff and just a lot of people in general. And I played, like, ten minutes. I, I played the tutorial... And I went, wow, I don't think I've ever immediately hated a combat system this much. Hmm. So, that's interesting. Yeah, well, you know, keep playing it. That was apparently what we do here at Game (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I've been playing a video game that I actually enjoy. Apparently that makes me weird. (laughs) I enjoy okay, I every pushed. game that I have played except Skyrim together. So, or well, it, it, yeah. Excuse me. Sorry. It's not that I actually play a game that I actually enjoy. It's a game that does not harm me <laughs> okay, emotionally fair. or mentally. <laughs> I've been, then what's I've been the playing. Point? I've been playing uh, some more of the the Advance Wars Two uh, hard campaign, and I've, I've been also playing some of the the challenge maps too, because um, I was gonna, you know. Their game was originally supposed to be out by now, and then for un- incredibly terrible real-world reasons, it's not. I don't know if 
not sure if it's ever going to come out at this point. <laughs> it's been quite some time since the Advance Wars 1 and 2 reboot camp uh, was supposed to come out with, I think, no word except very infrequent, yeah, it's going to come out eventually, comments <laughs> from Nintendo. So, but I don't know. Uh, like, uh, you know, in that one post on the community tab that was like your favorite hype, a favorite hyper-specific game genre, mine is definitely like a tactics game where... You don't have to, like, it's not permanently bad to lose units, right? Like, obviously, oh, yeah. you don't want to lose units. Like, and it, it factors into, like, the score that you get. So, like, because one of the things I've been doing on the challenge maps has been trying to get, like, the different ranks. So, like, I started, like, trying to get everything at least a B rank instead of a C rank um, after my first pass. And then I w- now I'm trying to get everything into an A rank. Like, because, like, with a lot of games it's like oh yeah if you let you know this character die then they're dead forever and it's like i get why that's cool narratively but then it just it just changes the way that you play because it's like instead of like finding an okay solution and then gradually refining it it's like you have to find the perfect solution the first time you go through and i I prefer the puzzles to be sort of separate from each other because then it's it's treated more as like a, a puzzle to solve rather than like a I don't know, like the just the the uh, the other mechanics that I'm, I'm not necessarily as in, invested in. Yeah, and so I don't play those games. Unlike some people here who would play <laughs> those games specifically because they have mechanics that they don't like. Apparently, yeah. This is this podcast has left me with a lot of, to think about about game <laughs> relationships with video games. If I'm being <laughs> honest, yeah. I mean, I have a history of that. Um, so. I mean, your history used to be that you just didn't play video games. Well, no, but think about the games that I did play. That, like, look at my um, commentary on uh, the Seventh Saga, right? But I feel like was that not early on in your arc of beginning to play video games again? Mm, that was um, back when I still like, like, because uh, because I feel like when did I even do my review? It was in like two thousand seven or something, wasn't it? I do not remember what year you wrote your review of Seventh Saga, Jay. Yeah, well, no, um, back sorry. then. Yeah, back then I was like revisiting all of the Super Nintendo games that I had ever played or whatever. Um, and then it was after that that I didn't play any games. Um, the Seventh Saga, yeah, January first. It was like my f- oh wow, for my first review here at Game Cola, I decided <laughs> to cover an old favorite of mine. Huh. The Seventh Saga. Wow. Yeah. I can't believe so. Jetty's ancient. From the far gone year of 2007. Yeah, back when I used to play video games. Video <laughs> games that were 15 years old. Yeah. Well, that's terrifying. And <laughs> which is good for this podcast that was themed around such topics. I mean, we did really learn some terrible things on this podcast. We like, did. Again, everyone's incredibly disturbing relationships with video games. Uh, I didn't I didn't do anything. I'm enjoying Marvel Snap, and I'm enjoying Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed. Blue's having a great time. I'm having a good time playing the game I'm playing right this moment. <laughs> Thank you, Blue. Thank you for being a shining light in this world <laughs> of dark terrible video game habits i don't know <laughs> i've been broken by the things Yay, i've learned we did it. tonight <laughs> that's <laughs> thank my you goal for listening. every podcast thank you for listening to this episode of the game called podcast if you liked what you heard and you were not incredibly incredibly concerned 
please uh, listen to other episodes of the Game Cold Podcast that are not as scary as this one. Uh, unless now they become more scary now that you know where they end up. Uh, <laughs> where they end up. You can find episodes of the podcast on YouTube, uh, gc.net, the letter G, the letter C, the word dot, the word net. Um, you can also do, look... Uh, YouTube started doing handles now, so if you do at Game Cola wherever there's like a handle thing, that's oh, supposed yeah. to work. I don't know if they've actually like kind of really rolled it out yet. It's kind of weird. To do with you it. put it in if you do like youtube.com slash at symbol game cola, it works. I don't know yeah. if it works in any other context though. Um huh. so we'll figure that out, I guess. And then, yeah, you've also got the Discord, which you can find linked uh, in, like, YouTube video descriptions. Oh, yeah, and you can find the podcast on, like, iTunes or Spotify or whatever you listen to your podcast. You can probably get the RSS feed hooked up into it somehow. Uh, mm. And then you can find us on our actual internet website, GameCola.net. Uh, GameCola.com is becoming concerningly... Oh, not yeah, affo- it's Affordable is not the right word, yeah. but, like, I have... The less money. extortionate mm. <laughs> i could it would not be yeah, a good theory. financial decision no but i could purchase <laughs> game cola doc like i could do it i won't yeah <laughs> but i could and that's yeah. also very scary terrifying <laughs> um but yeah join us on the discord we have a lot of fun there uh Join us on YouTube for our videos, live streams. Blue uh, and John just put out a Halloween-themed video. Uh, well, I, not just at time of recording. What? What do you think? November <laughs> 7th will no longer be just released. Well, yeah, okay. For a second, I thought you were saying that it, was, it oh, won't be Halloween-themed <laughs> anymore. No. Well, I thought it that he was saying a... that it was only <laughs> Halloween-themed because of the time of recording the video. Yeah, it's like you right. didn't record it on Halloween. <laughs> Happy Look, no longer couple, Halloween to all our. A listeners. couple weeks ago is recently in Game Cola time. Like it's going to be the video that came out before this one. Has it been like That's two, recent. three months? That's pretty recent, actually. Um, you can find us on Twitter. Uh, we've just, I think we've we've decided to cannibalize all of our Facebook content and put it into the YouTube community posts. That's supposed to be a secret. That's (laughs) a lot less annoying than Facebook itself. Um, Anything else? You can email us at podcast at gamecola.net, but I think the Discord is a faster way to get in contact with us, honestly. But if you prefer email, that's an option available to you. Uh, Anything else? Did I miss anything? That was a little bit scattered. Like the podcast, rate us highly on iTunes. Come if you don't want to read us highly, we're friend. not on iTunes. Just come be our friend on the Discord. How many Pokemon are there? <laughs> Jetty, how many are there? According to this, 929. Jeez. Yeah, but that's how many Ooblets are there? There's gonna there, no, but there. There's, we didn't talk about it, but there'll be a. There's a new Pokemon game coming out. That number is gonna increase. Yeah, because um. Um, hey, we can't that. start talking about this now. We can't start talking about this now. We have to so end Pokemon. the podcast. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Game Gold Podcast. See you next month. Bye. 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 Goodbye.
Spooky. Spooky.